0: folks you got delusion resistance, or excuse me i am delusion resistance. but you got to pose in the matrix here tonight <laughs> it looks like i'm having an identity crisis and uh, we're going to do this show for the 5th of august 2021 because by the time we're done it'll probably be the 5th of august 2021 and it is currently 10 25 10 30 in the evening on a very smoky uh, evening here in Oregon, it looks like the uh, <clears throat> the winds have changed directions. They were coming in from the coast, blowing all the smoke east, uh, as you people on the east coast have uh, got a chance to experience uh, our smoke. And uh, don't worry, I'm not going to charge you for the free smoke. Um, but... Uh, now it's changed directions, and it looks like it's uh, the, the front has moved through finally, and uh, we're going to be away from the 95-degree weather, but we're going to substitute smoke for it because the low has moved east, and the wind direction is bringing stuff up from the south. so, Or maybe even the north because there's fires up in Washington because it's, it's uh, counterclockwise with a, a low-pressure system, so it's got to be blowing from the north. Um, and there's some fires up in British Columbia, too, so I'm assuming that's where the smoke's coming from. And, uh, hey, you know, is that smoke allowed to come here because the border's closed and and uh, the elites are telling us that it can't be crossed? So I think we have some illegal smoke on our hands. Uh, somebody call up uh, Fauci and tell him, and uh, maybe we can get some giant fans erected or something to blow it back up in the can. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, so I was um, thinking this morning. Yeah, I do think every once in a while. Um, and I was remembering, uh, there used to be a program on years ago called Dudley, Dudley do right. It was a cartoon. And the scenario was that he was a Royal Canadian mounted policeman. And uh, there was this woman named Nell. Nell, And Nell was always getting into trouble and Dudley would always come save her from a villain named Snively Whiplash. And and I was thinking we have our own Snively Whiplash now in, in this country. And even it's, he's even a world's problem too. Now, you know, um, and his name is Bill Gates. Um, the ultimate schmuck. Okay. Yeah. He's a schmuck that teaches other people how to be schmucks. Okay. Um, that's, the last time I'm going to say something that nasty about him, OK, I promise. Uh, anyway, so Bill Gates has is, is got his hands into everything. He is buying up a lot of farmland all over the United States. And we know why he's doing that. If he owns the land, you don't have to plant it if you own the land. Um, and even if there are laws where you have to plant the land or you pay taxes, hey, it's a it's a little penny put into a very large till uh, where he's concerned. And um, if you own the land and you don't farm it, you can starve people. The person that owns all the food and all the money can starve people. And he has all the power, too, it seems like anyway. But uh, he thinks he does anyway. Yahweh has a lot, much more power. And Yahweh's going to bring him to an ultimate end. And, uh, you know, if you know me, you know that I... I kind of hold to the, the uh, notion that there are people that are just born bad. They're born um, to perdition. Judas was one of them. Um, the Antichrist, whoever that is, maybe it's Bill Gates, um, is uh, is the other one that Scripture talks about. Although there have been a whole bunch of people in Scripture. Uh, Haman, uh, the Persian who tried to slaughter all the Jews. Um, Hitler was a man born to perdition. And what I mean, born perdition? Well, he was born to be bad, and had, basically had no chance. Now I know a lot of people are, you know, are going to argue and say, well, God came to save the whole world. Yeshua came to save the whole world and die for the whole world. Yeah, he did, but it doesn't mean the whole world's going to accept him, and it doesn't mean that perditious people are going to accept him. Um, do you think Adolf Hitler would have uh, come to faith in Yeshua? I seriously doubt it. Same with Mussolini and Pol Pot and Joseph Stalin and Lenin and. Uh, you know, the, the list gets longer and longer. You just have to think for a couple of minutes and you come up with a whole bunch of people that were e- uh, very evil. And some are right now, uh, George HW Bush, George Bush, um, you name it. Now, I don't know if George Bush is, is unredeemable because he does seem to have some qualities that are, uh, that show that he is, but you know, there are actors out there that can, um, can fool the best of us. Okay. And, uh, you know, Bush, when he first got into office back in the, um, I'm talking about HW, uh, no, George Herbert Walker. No, no, that was the first president, George W. Bush, the second George Bush. Um, he had everybody fooled, said he was a Christian, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I learned when Jimmy Carter got elected not to fall for that one. <laughs> um, so anyway, um. You know, he lied and said he was a Christian and he pulled it off for a little while, but then he started to reveal himself that he really wasn't. He was an internationalist, uh, a New Ager, um, a New New Order person, and um, he was bent on destroying what they told him to destroy in this country. Okay, and then he left that legacy and gave it to Obama and Obama said he was going to get elected to fundamentally transform You know what a fundamental is? It's a foundation. You destroy the foundation or you change it to something else. Then your whole history changes. Your whole history now and your whole history to come changes. And, uh, and that's why, you know, you got these crazy people out there tearing down statues of Lincoln, um, Washington. Oh, Washington was a slave owner. Well, you know what? Maybe he was, but maybe he was a, Maybe he treated his slaves good Jefferson did um, and a lot of slave owners gave their um, their slaves freedom when they died you know so anyway it doesn't excuse them for being slave owners but it shows that they did have some kind of conscience to, to free them when they uh, when he passed the word they passed away and they were treated very well actually many slaves were treated well I'm not making an excuse for slavery I'm just saying that there were, people that were slave owners that had to go along with the system at the time because they lived in a slave state. Um, I don't know. That's my thoughts on the matter. But, um, anyway, let's get back to Bill Gates. Um, (laughs) the guy is, it is rumored that the guy stole windows from the original, uh, developer. So I can, I can believe that. And I've seen pictures actually where Bill Gates and, uh, Bill Gates was hanging around with um, Baris, Barry, Barry aka Bar- um, Barack Obama, and also with uh, Barack Obama's husband. Um, can't remember his first name. Oh, Michael, Michael um, Robinson. Michael Robinson. Uh, interesting that uh, he um, he was he played for the University of Oregon, uh, the Beavers. Um, football, and then uh, he just kind of dropped out of existence. Well, <laughs> yeah, because he became Michelle instead of Michael. And even uh, Barack Obama called him, well called her, you know, him. It's really him. Um, Michael sometimes, you know. And uh, Anyway, it's <laughs> it just goes to show you the depravity and sickness of our society. Um, so, So anyway, there's been pictures I've seen. Bill Gates hanging around with those two and and Bill Gates is always uh, has the, uh, because he looks like a pencil pusher geek, you know, and those guys in high school, I remember they, um, I always kind of hung around them because they, you know, they were good tutors and, uh, but at the same time, you know, they, they were geeks. They, uh, they weren't in favor, in the favor of many of the people in, in high school and, you know, it was just part of the, the the culture in high school. You know, you had your geeks, you had your um, your jocks, you had your stoners, and there was a couple other subgroups in there too. But he um, just looks like it. And and the geeks, uh, nobody ever thought in high school that the geeks were evil. You know, you, they thought that the the, the jocks were because the jocks were out drinking all the time and getting into trouble. Uh, their coaches got them out of the trouble most of the time, and And the stoners, of course, you know, the dope smokers and stuff like that. Um, Touch my nose. Uh, You know, they were um, they were labeled as being troublesome people anyway, just because of the illegal activity that they were doing. Um, Anyway, so nobody ever expected the uh, the pencil pushers, the the geeks to uh, to have been bad people. But uh, that's where they had the advantage on everybody else. So, okay, so Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a um, very interesting individual. Like I said, he goes to Africa. He he, um, he gives uh, vaccination. And, you know, that's illegal here in the United States. Unless you're a medical person, you do not pick up a needle and inject something into somebody's body. But, again, Bill Gates is rich. So Bill Gates can get away with it. Um did it here in the States. If he came to a hospital and did it, um, I don't know, maybe because he's rich, he'd get away with it. Um, And it's, and everything was a publicity stunt with him anyway, when he was over there. But uh, pretty soon the, uh, the Africans in equatorial Africa started to realize that um, these things that they were being injected with and their children were being injected with were not necessarily good. They started to get the same manifestations, the same side effects as people in this country were getting uh, children. That is, um, autism and everything else. And um, I, I saw a video yesterday. I felt so bad because there was a, I don't know where it was. It was somewhere in equatorial Africa and um, a whole bunch of mothers with their little kids. What cute little kids, you know, they really were they, the smiles on their faces and stuff. And, um, and the, and the guy comes and puts the, uh, the needle in the child's leg and then the child starts screaming and crying. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, it hurt, no doubt but uh, maybe the child knew that it was a bad thing for him. I don't know. Um, infants are, they're not all, they're not knowing like we are, but they, they can sense things. I mean, if a baby can sense in its, in its mother's womb, that, uh, that the mother's sad or the mother's happy, or that there's an argument going on, you know, it's, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that the, the baby can uh, sense things outside of the womb. So anyway, um, Okay, I got a bunch of notes here that I made because <laughs> I forget everything. Um, okay, so that's not till later, and that's later, and that's okay. So I'm going to read from a couple of articles, and again, you know, I, my favorite site is um, NaturalNews.com, but um, I was kind of perusing in the RaptureReady.com, and then, you know my my stance on the rapture, and, and Brian and I. Uh, don't see eye to eye on that, but we, we love each other and agree to accept each other, you know, for for our beliefs and that we're brothers in the Lord and everything else. So um, but anyway, because of that, I, I'm kind of leery about Rapture Ready, but I went there anyway. And uh, and it was pretty interesting, actually. Actually, a lot of the articles that were on Rapture Ready were on natural news. So um, it just goes to show you that they share resources, which is kind of neat, actually. But um <clears throat> Anyway, so um, there's two articles. A uh, bombshell: Bill Gates partnered with the Chinese Communist Party um, to uh, to uh, work on or research gain of function. Okay, and we'll explain what gain of function is um, sometime here. And another one is all it's all rigged. Facebook's fact checkers are really being paid by Bill Gates and uh, and others. So. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start, okay? Because I don't want to be on this all night. I want to have a chance to upload it to uh, Rumble, uh, upload it to my my um, Dropbox account, and then make the um, the two uh, actually it's one. I, I upload it to two different places: the the auto file for uh, Spreaker and Podbean. So anyway, let's let's get started here. And then I have I actually have a video that of Bill Gates talking about um, some of his antics. So. Um, Anyway, here, let's go with the the bombshell. Bill Gates partnered with the CCP group to conduct coronavirus gain-of-function research. Nothing surprises me anymore when it comes to this guy or any libtard. Um, Okay, natural news. Okay, I got to get credit. Um, I want to break the law. Um, This was actually written... um, Wednesday, August 4th, 2021 by Ethan Huff. Oh, my favorite author over there. He always uh, adds a little bit of uh, funniness to his articles by using different phrases. So if I chuckle, you know why. Okay. It says, for the past five years, the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, via the National, National Natural Science Foundation, NSFC, um, of China has maintained a partnership with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that involves conducting scientific research into, you guessed it, bat coronavirus. The the National Pulse uh, published an in-depth expose into the partnership, revealing that People's Liberation Army, the PLA, has been conducting research on bat coronavirus alongside the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation at the infamous Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is where the Wuhan coronavirus, the COVID-19, is believed to have escaped after being sent there by Ralph Barrick from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Stinks from high heaven, doesn't it? The state-owned scientific group uh, says it is guided by President... Oh, sorry, folks. I got got a gnat in here. that's driving me crazy. Let me start this again. The state owned scientific group says that um, it is guided by President Xi Jinping's socialist thoughts, which normally involve creating strategic cooperative agreements with the CCP's Central Military Commission. However, the Gates Foundation got involved back in 2015, signing a memorandum of understanding with the NF- NSFC to jointly support research projects and bilateral workshops. See what we got here, folks? This guy is hes partnering with our enemies to, to uh, fund gain of function. That, that's called treason. Uh, there's no two ways about it. That is what treason is, okay? Okay, it says together the Gates Foundation, um, yeah, the Gates Foundation and NSFC would co-fund awards of up to uh, US 1 million and four years of coll- for collaboration between Chinese and international investigators, writes Natalie Winters from the National Pulse, uh, highlighting key points from the Gates Foundation memo. Subtitle, Billionaire Gates is Using Your Taxpayer Dollars to Develop New COVID Vaccines. As of this writing, the Gates Foundation is still working with the NSFC on Fauci flu research. (laughs) Here he goes. Um, It was identified as one of several CCP-run scientific organizations that partnered, quotation marks, with the regime on a $5 million grant to identify and confirm cases uh, safely isolate and care pay, and care for patients, and accelerate the development or, or treatments and vaccines. On several occasions, representatives from the NSFc have visited the Gates Foundation, headquartered in Seattle, to discuss new product or projects. Vice President Hu Zengqin, I hope I said that right, made an appearance there in October 2019. Back. 2019. Okay. Back in 2016, an NSFC delegation also met with Gates Foundation deputy director of discovery and translation sciences, Translational sciences. One of the reasons you probably never heard anything about this is because Gates Foundation controls most major news outlets. Steering what gets reported to shine favorably on Gates and his endeavors at all times. See, you got the money. You can, you got the power. Okay. I always think it's Citizen Kane when I think of uh, Bill Gates. He, it's a good movie; you ought to watch it. Citizen Kane. Uh, Orson Welles is in it. It's probably from back in the 40s, where he's a very rich, um, uh, a very rich person that is uh, very um, influential in town. So, okay. Fortunately, that uh, stranglehold of censorship is beginning to show some cracks um, as the pulse and others unearthed truths that link Gates and his cronies to the Chinese virus pandemic. Gates also held his infamous Event event 201 pandemic exercise back in the fall of 2019, just months before the Fauci flu was announced by the mainstream media as a scary new threat for which we need to give up our freedoms. Every, or excuse me, Event 201 depicted a private public-private partnership, almost exactly like the one that we now know exists between the Gates Foundation and Communist Communist China, being used to usher in a new world order on the back of a deadly disease scare. Gates was clearly clearly announced in the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic before it happened, and few people seemed to notice at the time. More people people sure are connected to to Dots these days, however. Pardon me, folks, for my little lag in reading here. Um, another one of Satan's operatives, both him and Soros, one of, our commenta- comment, excuse me, one of our commenters wrote about Bill Gates. Those two are the nastiest looking and corrupt uh, to their core. Absolutely disgusting. Um, it was run in conjunction with the globalist global economic forum that China is part of, wrote another. Yet another said. It, it it's said it right by explaining that only pandemic going on now is the fear politics to sell toxic vaccines and reproduce the, uh, to reduce the population around the world. The elite could not care less about anyone's health and anyone who thinks otherwise is living a delusion. The latest news about shady figures behind the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic can be found at pandemic or excuse me, news. That well, looks like a pretty good link. Okay. So we see that he's helping out the communist Chinese. Man, if this would have been 30 years ago, they would have had him strung up from my lips to God's ears. Okay. So now let's read the second one. It's all rigged. Facebook's fact checkers are funded by the vaccine corporations. Ah. Uh, Wednesday, August 4, 2021 by Ethan Huff. I'm beginning to like this Ethan Huff. (laughs) I think he's a good guy. Um, Okay. It will come as no surprise to anyone who's been paying attention that Facebook's fact checkers are being paid off by vaccine corporations to center the truth on social media about the dangers and effectiveness of the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines. Let me just interject something here. Um, Stop this for a minute and interject. Um, It just isn't Facebook and stuff like that. Now I'm not I'm not um, criticizing um, Rumble, okay? I like Rumble. Rumble's been good to me, but I found out that when I want to monetize, uh, you know, get a, a small increment of maybe two or three cents per um, video, that uh, if it mentions coronavirus, vaccines, um, anything in that vein, that they will not monetize it because they can't find any. And it's not their fault. OK, but they can't find people that would want to monetize or, or put their commercials, so to speak, on, on um, my Rumble channel for that particular video. Now, if it's something else like it's um, if I was doing an article on left handed monkey wrenches, oh, I get monetized right away, you know. But um, Rumble is held by by its sponsors um, to a, a different um, Different degree. And uh, so if you mention anything that makes the, um, the government in regard to uh, COVID-19, the vaccines, uh, anything like that, they, they won't uh, monetize you. And I can't say I don't blame um, Rumble. Um, they're just trying to make money, too, you know, and um, they're not going to make money if they try to get people to sponsor my shows. If they talk about if I talk about stuff like that. So anyway, it just goes to show you that even the free formats, the by free, I mean, politically free. Um, those formats are even dictated to by um, the people that uh, want to censor everybody into silence. OK, let's see. Paid off by the vaccine corporations. OK. All right. Here we go. RT, which is a Russian. um News Agency devoted an entire segment to an eye-opening uh, tweet from uh, Representative Thomas Massey, Republican of Kentucky. Yay, go Kentucky. Um, outing Facebook's fact-checking team for being nothing more than a band of corporate trolls whose job it is to push uh, Trump vaccines online and to silence anyone who questions them. There you go. Um, been there, done that. Okay. Fauci flu, uh, Fauci flu shots are only safe and effective for the vaccine industry, uh, which has safely and effectively been raking in the record uh, profits on the back of this stage pandemic. As for the people actually getting shots, they can expect a lifetime of chronic illness, assuming that they survive, that is. Um, who pays a paycheck for the fact checkers, the vaccine fact checkers that at uh, factcheck.org who claim to be independent are funded by an organization that holds over 1.8 billion of stock in a vaccine company and is run by a former director of um, at CDC gov centers for disease control and prevention. Massey revealed pointing out pointing to an entry for Facebook's fact checker that states, quote, We also received 53501 dollars from the Robert Wood found what Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Um, Side checks, COVID-19 slash vaccination products is made possible by a grant from the Robert Woods Johnson Foundation. Okay, and they have a a link for the the report from RT. I wish I would have known that um, because I would have played it. But um, anyway. Life goes on. Maybe I'll do a second show about that. Okay, we got a, um, a subtitle here. Zuckerberg is a government asset pushing medical fascism. In addition to being a haven for pedophiles and sex traffickers, Facebook is a highly controlled brainwashing medium that big pharma is using to spread lies and misinformation about Fauci flu shots. Mark Zuckerberg is a government agent and his platform is a massive psychological operation uh, that is deep this deep stake use that the deep state is using to influence thinking uh, in this case to support the injection agenda uh, quote this is absolute collusion on the part of vaccine manufacturers funding the fact checkers on social media unquote while words Michael uh, Rechtenwald, Rechtenwald, a professor of liberal studies at New York university. Wow. You got a professor of liberal studies saying that that's amazing. Um, So we're actually another quote. So we're actually getting to the point where people's lives are being endangered. We've lost all confidence in the social media and our mainstream media entirely. Anything that comes into comes into contradiction with the leftist agenda is deemed misinformation. People are not being not able to get information about what's best for their health, including the detriments of the vaccine that anyone still uses Facebook is perplexing. After all, it's not as though these types of uh, revelations are anything new. We have known for years now that Facebook is anti-free speech, anti-freedom and anti-choice when it comes to individuals making their medical decisions. If it was up to Facebook, everyone would be forced to take Trump injection at gunpoint in order to keep everyone safe. Fortunately, we are not that far gone, or at least not yet. If these companies receive federal funding and that federal funding can be held back uh, to this, then there's a possib- it's possible First Amendment violations, tweeted one uh, one user in response to the RT report about Facebook. They're not only in trouble if anyone in power has the slightest interest in enforcing the uh, adjudicate adjudicating any law that might embarrass the deep state, wrote another. No sign of that on the horizon, since Facebook is apparently above the law when it comes to being held accountable for violating the free speech rights of its users. The best way for ordinary people to fight back is to cancel their Facebook accounts and never use the platform again. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, More of the latest news. I put that in there, by the way, folks. Uh, More of the latest news about big uh, tech censorship can be found at censorship.news. Anyway, good stuff, huh? Very good. Uh, You know Zuckerberg. I'm going to look at him. Now, this is just me, but he doesn't look human. Um, you know, if you've read any, um, any of the books about, um, hypnotism or hypnotists talking or, you know, getting information from, uh, people who have been abducted, you, you realize that the, these aliens, what they're doing is they're, they're actually making, uh, hybrids. And now they're call, starting to call them hybrids because they're humi- more human than they are alien. And, um, when you see how they act, um, David Jacobs is really good at investigating this. And he showed that when when they're out in public now, they're they're little um, they're cautious. They're very, you know, they don't know yet how to fully assimilate into human society. And so they have this kind of blank stare or this look like they're constantly thinking while they're while they're talking or while they're just even standing there. And uh, that's the look I see in uh, Zuckerberg's eyes many, many times. So I have to just have to wonder if um, he's a hybrid, or if um, the the uh, the aliens, AKA fallen angels, got to his mother and, and you know implanted something into her and and um, and she gave birth to a hybrid. Um, anyway, that's just my thought. It's my my uh, inkling, and my suspicions. So I and and you know that I believe that. Um, when the Antichrist does come, the anti-Mashiach, I should say, the anti-Messiah, that um, I think that he's going to be an alien-human hybrid. Uh, it explains a lot. It really does. Uh, alien-human hybrids are not redeemable. Um, Yeshua did not come to die for hum- alien-human hybrids. He came to die for humans, period. He's a kinsman redeemer that came to redeem humanity, humans, people case closed so anyway um, I think a lot of people in government are, are probably hybrids or hybrids or whatever or they're severely um, impacted by what these things are telling them to do if they are human in nature so um, anyway let me go back to here oh yeah there I am okay uh, now what I want to do is um, I want to show this video Okay, and uh, a
1: one and a two and and we'll go from there. Okay, here we go. Of all the things that are out there, what could cause an excess in a single year of 10 million deaths? Now, clearly, a uh, a big war could, and a pandemic, natural or or created by bioterror. The natural pandemic. The last gigantic one was a hundred years ago. We are healthier today, but the speed of travel and therefore the speed of global spread, that works against us. But in some ways the bioterror thing uh, scares me the most. All it takes is one small terrorism group. Uh, you know, Those groups have used things like anthrax that are non-human to human transmissible. And as yet, thank goodness they've never Gotten, been able to build or get their hands on a nuclear weapon. Are you nervous about your own life and no. what could happen? This thing will get a lot of countries before it gets the U.S. But even the U.S. has to uh, think about its global health security. It's a government thing to decide. Okay, this is a problem. How do you move resources around? How do you allocate the the scarce supplies? You know when. The, epidemic kits. governments having been prepared in advance and going through simulations, that will help them make the decisions that are only in their hands. Change your search engine to search
0: scene. We donate 95% of our profits to major international charities that are working hard to fight climate change and the suffering it causes google and other search engines we make money from search ads if you click on an ad the advertiser pays us a small fee and those fees can quickly add up did you know that search engines make over 100 billion dollars a year in profits imagine how Oops, that money sorry could for be that used folks there we go anyway i guess i uh, it took a little longer time than i expected i'm sorry about that
1: Wow, Andrew Cuomo's uh, life blew up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it blew up, that's for sure. So let's see. Anyway, folks, what did you think about that? That was kind of an interesting um, thing that he had to say. Um, he said that he was scared um, that a terrorist would uh, unleash uh, unleash a a biological weapon. Um, I thought that kind of funny because he is a terrorist that's, that has released or been involved in releasing a biological weapon. Um, so, and the only thing I could think he'd be be scared of is that, um, that a real terrorist or a terrorist by nature, um, would beat him to the terror. Okay. (laughs) Oh, dang, I was going to do that, and they beat me. But, um, so he can control his own biological weapon, but he can't control somebody else's. And I think that's what scares him. And plus, if he, somebody else's biological weapon can take him out, right? Especially if somebody were to lob it into his yard or something, but, um, his own biological weapon, he can dictate where it goes, when it's released, everything else. So he can make sure that he's far away from the effects of that biological weapon. Okay. Now, uh, one of the things that was, has been mentioned a lot recently in the news is called, um, gain of function research. Okay. And it's a nice way of saying treason. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm going to go into it, um, I did a, I looked into uh, gain of function research and um, it, it leads to or it's invo- what's involved in it is um, the increase of the organism's virul- virulence virulence, okay? In other words, it, it would be a strong, stronger uh, organism um, instead of being weak. So they try to make the organism stronger. They try to increase the transmissibility. Um, usually, with a with a virus, if this thing is a virus, I'm not even sure about that. Um, it, it, there's a viral load that needs to be present for a person to get. In other words, if a person has a healthy immune system, fairly healthy, they can be exposed to a, a virus, and uh, but it has to there has to be so many viri. Around available so that when it enters into a human being's body, a person's body, it overloads the body. In other words, the body can't produce enough antigens to fight it, and then the, the organism starts to take over and win until the body can uh, make more organisms, or excuse me, make more um, antigens and stuff to fight the disease. So that's what um, that's what you have to worry about uh, when it comes to, or be concerned with. Don't worry about anything. Uh, when it comes to transmissibility, is the viral amount that you're you're taking in. In other words, if you're around somebody that has a, a bad virus and they sneeze, and you walk through the uh, the the br- debris field, so to speak, of the sneeze, you have more of a chance than. Um, if they sneezed 30 minutes ago and you walk through it and there may just be a few viruses or viri uh, lingering, um, but direct exposure at the time of um, transmission is, uh, is not good. Um, They want to increase the immunogenesis, which means that um, they want to increase the, um, the way that the, the mechanism works in the body. They want to increase the, um, how it reproduces itself and how it can fight against the body uh, when the body starts fighting against it. Uh, They want to increase host tropism. That's an interesting phrase. Um, And what host tropism is, is is, this kind of freaky and and it is a bit scary is that they can actually make um, um, a virus or a, um, some kind of, uh, a virus, a bacteria, whatever, that can be specifically tailored to a group of people, maybe a race of people, um, or a um, a group of, uh, you know, like, uh, let's see, Italians or or something like that. So it could go after the, the high point, the race. They can go after the um, the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word ethnicity. ethnicity. Like um, they could try to wipe out Italians if they wanted to do that or Jews if they wanted to do that, which makes it a really scary thing because it could be uh, biblically. This isn't going to happen as far as I can tell, but it could be uh, uh, suited to to infect and to kill a certain group of people. And um, that's that's kind of freaky. Um, and what they do is to, how they do this is they apply a selective pressure. To the uh, to the organism. Uh, I don't exactly know what that means, but my my thought is that perhaps um, the organism can tolerate so much and remain intact, but they either induce pressure or or by some other means they they can um, kind of break the virus and cause it to do what they want it to do, which is uh, which is really weird, (laughs) really uh that that mankind can do such a thing is um is sort of freaky but um so uh yeah making a specific uh a pathogen target a specific population or group or, or even people imagine if they could do that just targeting a certain person you know and you know we've all given them our genetics you know they um, everybody's like, Oh, I'm not going to get that test done by 23 and me or by ancestry because they'll have my blood. They'll have my genetics. Well, they get your blood and your genetics. Every time you go to the hospital or to the doctor and they take blood from you, um, they can get a number of ways. You know, you, the doctor offers you a cup of water. You put it down. <laughs> he takes the cup. He's got your DNA. Um, you know, everybody loses hair. Somebody just got to steal your hairbrush. They've got your DNA, you know, so it's a lot of times while we're complaining about these different organizations like 23andMe and Ancestry.com and others um, getting our DNA, we freely give it up all the time. So, um, you know, that, that really needs to be remembered uh, because it's true. And um, so Bill Gates has made several um Several comments. Okay, we'll say comments. Uh, where he has talked about reducing the population of the earth. Um he while well, he hasn't come out and said it outright, I do think that he's probably uh a pantheist and um that he believes like many new agers do that the earth is um the earth has a mother spirit or a Gaia spirit. And um he thinks that uh, he can appease that guy, of spirit. There are people out there, folks, that believe that um, if you're nice to Earth, Earth will be nice to you. And, and to some degree, that's true. You know, I mean, if you cut down a whole forest, you know, you're actually um, you're getting rid of oxygen producing plants. Each tree produces a lot of oxygen. It takes the carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. So, you know, you are kind of uh, cutting your own throat when you do something like that in a very minor way. Um, polluting a river you know <laughs> uh, funny story um a bunch of us i was involved with a christian singles group and we were living i was living in california at the time in the sacramento area and we went on a uh, not a field trip but a, a singles day out you know and up to the american river and uh the the upper part of the american river and uh, so some of the guys figured oh well you know this i learned never to drink from a stream, <laughs> um, unless you're right at the source. I mean, right where it's bubbling out of the ground and that's probably safe. But anyway, these guys decided, you know, Hey, I'm going to be Mr. Outdoorsman and I'm going to go ahead and drink the water. And it's, and, you know, I have to give them credit. It probably was pretty, or the, you know, the thought that the water was clean because it was the upper parts of the American river. Uh, you know, it's not a stupid idea. It's just a foolish one. Um, so anyway, they drank some of the water, and uh, we walked probably about five minutes, and the, the trail kind of followed the uh, that fork of the American River. And uh, we got to one place, and there was a guy um, emptying his bladder into the river, and uh, those guys turned different colors, like green and stuff like that, when they thought about it. And uh, I, th- I said, I told you guys, don't drink the water, you know, but no, nobody ever listens to me, so... Except you folks. Thank you. You listen to me. Um, anyway, so that was kind of a humorous take on it. But um, so nothing's clean anymore unless you get it right from the source. I mean, right when it's bubbling out of the ground in a spring or whatever, you know. And then you have to take it because it could have other contaminants in it, you know, like uh, chemicals, um, you know, different uh, sulfur or something like that. Although you would smell sulfur right away but in, in small amounts you wouldn't. Um, so I know we, we, um, have a community well here and, uh, it's so nice because you don't have to pay water bills and, and the water is really clean. It tastes really good. Um, but you know, when we bought this place, we had to have a, um, a test done on a well. And, you know, I, I did it and I'm like, Oh, watch something come back and it's going to be bad. Well, no, it was, it was perfect. I mean, there was, um, what was it? Arsenic. I think, uh, you're allowed to have 0.002% and our well had 0.00002%. So um, very clean well, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, But um, everything is tainted and dirty these days, so you really have to be careful what you're doing. And that includes getting foreign things injected into your body. I don't know about you, but every time that I used to get the flu shot, and I foolishly did that a few years ago, Um, I noticed that uh, I'd get sick afterwards each and every time I got the flu shot, I'd come down with the flu and, you know, people are always, Oh, that doesn't, that's that's impossible. You can't, well, I'm telling you, it happened to me unless you're calling me a liar. And then, you know, let's step outside, but, um, it, it happened every time it was weird. And one day I, um, I asked the person that was given the shot. I didn't take it that year, but I asked if I could have the product insert you know, that comes in a little box with the vial in it. Um, and I got it and I brought it home and <laughs> the thing is so small, you got to magnify it. So I put it on a, what I did is I found a section I wanted and I put it on a printer and I blew it up and I printed it out. It worked really well. Um, and it said that, uh, that there was uh, thimerosal in it. And that thimerosal is a, is a byproduct of mercury. Um, it's a form of mercury actually. Um, and it's used as a preservative in the, uh, in the shots. Um, and that should be their first clue. I mean, if an organism's not going to touch it because mercury's in it, why put it in your body? You know? Um, anyway, so and it, it was weird cause I was reading it and it said, uh, now you have two different kinds of bottles. You have the single dose, which is one bottle for one person. Okay. Then you have a multi uh, dose vial, which could be uh, 25 or I think it's usually 30. Um, doses in a bottle and so that's the one that should have thimerosal in it because you know you keep putting a needle back in and pulling it out putting another needle back in more chance of contamination right um so anyway when it said it, it explained about the thimerosal and it said um we only put thimerosal in the multi-use vials um but not in a single-use file. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be a very expensive endeavor here because you're going to put it in, because that's what they said they did. They put it in everything, and then they remove it to put it in single-dose files. <clears throat> now, that doesn't make any sense to me because you're going to be spending a lot of money if you're going to do anything before you put the thimerosal, and you would put it in a single-dose and then put it in the thimerosal and then put it into the multi-dose. but they didn't do that. <clears throat> so my suspicion is and was because i found it further on in the literature that all the vials had it in it they somebody had put that in there um probably <laughs> snuck it in there so people like me and you could know about it right and um so all of it had thimerosal in it even though it, it said that it didn't at the beginning so so you got that you uh the foods that we eat everything has um if uh, it's got a sweetener in it, high fructose corn syrup or corn syrup, both of them are bad for you because your your body cannot uh, recognize uh, high glucose for corn syrup, and so what it does instead of breaking it down like it would real sugar, it sends it right to your liver. And there's so many people have fatty livers nowadays, and that's why um, I do. And so I, I try not to eat the high fructose corn syrup. Um, a lot of times you can get the Coca-Cola that's um, bottled down in Mexico. It's got cane sugar. In it. you're asking probably why doesn't the American soda have cane sugar in it? Well, we were getting, we, we get a lot of sugar from Hawaii, you know, sugar cane, but the second biggest supplier, or actually the biggest supplier is Cuba. Uh, we've had an embargo against Cuba, so we're not going to take sugar from Cuba. Um, so they had to replace it with something and it's high fructose corn syrup so anyway when i go to the store i buy the mexican stuff and it it tastes better anyway um i've kind of gotten away from drinking soda that much anyway Uh, i used to drink it exclusively uh foregoing water and that that's not a good thing um so and and for artificial sweeteners a lot uh, they're putting aspartame in it and uh interesting story um when I married my first wife, she was from Mexico. She was Mexican, and um, she was trying to lose weight. You know, we all are, aren't anymore, aren't we? Um, I mean, if we're a little chunky, but um, so she she started chewing uh, bubble gum—not bubble gum, but regular gum—and and other things sweetened with aspartame. And after a while, she started, she developed, cause you know, I guess down in Mexico they must use a different sweetener. Um, but she started to develop, um, she had body pains all over all the time. And, I uh, can't remember for life. And we can't remember what that condition is. You, you probably know what I'm talking about. And, um, and for a long time it wasn't even recognized as a condition. Now it is, but, um, so what I, I told her, I said, you know, I, I've done some research and it shows that people that eat aspartame in, in their food or, you know, uh, their gum or whatever, um, a lot of times they come down with this. So um, I said, why don't we just do a little something? Let's let's just, you know, instead of eating sugarless gum, eat sugar gum, which was which was bad news, too, because she had bad teeth. So <laughs> I couldn't win, but I couldn't get her off the sweetener. So um Anyway, so she got off of the aspartame, and after a while, got to feeling so good that um, she stopped taking her Neurontin, which they gave her that for uh, for the body pains, because um, they diagnosed that it was nerve pain all over her body. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of that. Anyway, um, so she actually was cured of this disease, or this syndrome, I should say. And uh, which is really cool. Uh, you know, that's one thing that less that we had to worry about. Um, and she had a lot of things to worry about. So um, anyway, so that just goes to show you that oh, it, it, aspartame, what the body does, you, your body metabolizes food. OK, you um, here, here's a, here's a, for instance, if you take. Um, OK, I'll, give, I'll tell you something that happened to me. Um, for a while, I was taking Valium because of my heart. I would get a little bit of anxiety, and that just makes things worse. So the doctor gave me some Valium, and, and I was taking it every night to go to sleep. And um, one day, I I um, I was uh, I went to the doctor because I was going to start nursing school, and they did a blood draw, you know, a drug test, and they found, um, well, it's the generic for CRAX which is another uh, benzodiazepine. And so the doctor called me up and said, hey, you know, we found this in your blood. And I said, well, you know, that's a metabolite of um, your body changes the, the diazepam into that. Um, I think it was quesapam. I can't remember. But anyway, um, he says, no, it doesn't. And I said, yes, it does. And he said, no, it doesn't. And I said, well, I don't know. What and he's like, well, you know, is somebody else taking Cerax in your house and maybe you took the wrong pill. I'm like, no, I don't do that. I'm a pharmacy tech. I haven't done that for ever. Um, well, somehow you got it in your. So anyway, I <laughs> got off the phone with him and I got right onto the Internet. And yes, this drug is a metabolite that your body turns the, the diazepam into. And so I picked up the phone and when I by the time I reached him he says, Never mind. He says, We looked it up and you're right. I said, Thank you. So um anyway, um what was happening with her and anybody that eats um anything with aspartame in it, your body changes it to um Oh man, my brain's not working. Your body changes it to formaldehyde. Okay. Which, you know, if, if you've ever been in a Biology class, that's what they use to put the the animals in that you're going to dissect. It's it's foul smelling. I hate to smell that stuff. And not only does it turn into that, on the second pass, your body turns it into formic acid. I don't know if you've ever been bitten by an ant, but ants have formic acid in them. And that's why it stings when an ant bites you. So you're getting pickled and you're getting poisoned at the same time. Um, which is really bad, and that's what causes the, um, all the pain uh, and the nerve endings in that disease. So anyway, a little info fact for you if you didn't know it and if you didn't want it, well, you got it anyway. But um, So anyway, you got guys like Bill Gates that's buying up all the farmland, so he can dictate. If he wants to grow all GMO corn on that farmland, he could do it. You know, uh, all corn is GMO, by the way. Um, baby carrots are GMO. And you, the funny thing is that I have I've gotten a kick out of this. You have these you have these dope smokers, pot smokers, marijuana smokers that um, oh yeah, well I'm not into GMOs. I don't do GMOs. Well, if you're smoking dope, you're smoking a GMO because that those marijuanas, that the marijuana that's available nowadays is has been tampered with genetically like there's no tomorrow. I remember when back in the 70s they had um something called sensimia and it was a mexican uh, form of marijuana but sensimia i think means seedless well anyway it was seedless and that's beneficial to a lot of people because you don't have to clean the seeds out um when when you're getting ready to roll a joint or to load your pipe and uh and i know this stuff because you know i wasn't a good person back when i was a teenager. okay i'm barely good now but i'm better than i was <laughs> And, and it's not me, it's Yeshua that made me better. But um, anyway, so, yeah, dope smokers, you are smoking a GMO. Sorry, um, that, but that's true. And I'm not doing that to knock you for smoking dope, even though you, I should be knocking you for smoking dope. But it's it's the truth. Look it up, okay? Um, and the dope that's being smoked nowadays is um, many more times powerful than the stuff that was being smoked back in the 70s. So then, so they've done that. They've genetically engineered it to be stronger. Okay. And that's why a lot, it's funny when I worked in uh, the psychiatric unit, I got to look at the charts because you want to know why people have the problems that they have. And every person that I looked at that had psychosis was a former or, or former pot smoker or a pot smoker that couldn't get it because they were in a facility. Um, what it happened, what happens is um, there are, Receptors in your body, natural receptors for marijuana. And uh, back in the 70s, when people smoked it, those receptors received just enough to get them high. However, it's so strong now that it really overloads the receptor system, and it goes into your, you know, your your brain tries to compensate. And uh, a lot of people, because usually. Dope smokers are—they start out when they're in their teens and early twenties, and that's when schizophrenia happens to start in a, in a person in the 20s, you know—late teens, early twenties, especially in males. And uh, so, you know, you're you're blocking those receptors and you're loading up your body with so much THC that because uh, the receptors for THC and um, and natural things in your body are very similar to one another. And so the THC just kind of goes in there. And I can't remember if it's dopamine or if it's um, acetylcystine. I can't remember. Um, But um, it overloads your body, and your body responds many times by by a psychosis. And if it happens long enough, because a lot lot of people that are psychotic, they smoke dope to make themselves feel better. So it's like a double-edged sword. You're smoking more to make you feel better, and you're just increasing the psychosis. So it's bad news. So everything is tainted. Everything is, as far as you can tell, um, you know, the rivers are for the most part, all polluted, except, you know, way up in the mountains. And even then they are because they happen to catch everything that falls down from the sky. And then you got, um, chemtrails. I know people, some people don't believe in them, but I do believe they're real. I developed a lung ailment because of it. Um, and, um, so, you know, you got the stuff floating down, going into the soil and into the ground. I mean into the rivers and waterways and lakes and oceans and stuff. And um, so they're getting you from the air. They're getting you from the sea because the sea is all contaminated, um, <clears throat> especially after Fukushima. Um, I'm, I'm happy that I'm not a real big fan of seafood because anything that's in the Pacific right now really shouldn't be eaten, especially if it's caught off the west coast of the United States. Um, because the natural currents just happen to bring that stuff all the way down (laughs) up to Alaska, down past British Columbia, to Washington, Oregon, and California. And it probably goes down all the way to Mexico. And I've seen some maps that show that uh, the majority, even in the South Pacific, is polluted with a lot of the uh, radiation from uh, Fukushima. So anyway, you see, folks, we're coming down to the end here, Uh, the end of mankind, the Well, not really the end of mankind, but the end of man's dominion of the earth, because when Yeshua returns, he's going to rule everything. But um, and he's also going to make everything new. So that's going to be really nice. But um, man has tainted everything. And there's a scripture in Revelation that um, especially when it comes to the elites and those who are purposefully trying to destroy this world. uh, There's a scripture that says God will destroy those who destroyed the earth. Um, That's not a good place to be. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be there. Um, Of course, you know, they've done other things that are probably even worse that they're going to have to pay recompense for. Um, But that's just another one. Um, Anyway, so, so Bill Gates is uh, probably bioterrorist. Number one, if we were to put together a list of Um, bioterrorists, man, that would be a big list. But, um, the first person we have to trust in, in all this is Yeshua, okay. Um, Yahweh. That's our name for God, by the way. Um, I got away from using the, the generic name God because back when I was a kid and even before that, it was an okay phrase to use because it meant the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yeshua, Jesus, and you know, and everything everything was understood. Jews knew it, Christians knew it. And uh, because that's basically all that was in this country and maybe some atheists and and other small populations of other religions. But um, everybody knew that when you said God in American society, it meant the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob or Yahweh. Um, So, um, yeah, I've gotten away from using it. I remember one day I was at work and um, I sneezed. I worked in a very um, diverse workplace. Excuse me. There were people. Sorry, there were people from, um, India there. So we had, I, uh, we had some Sikhs there, but we had Hindus there. Um, there were people from Southeast Asia. So we had Taoists there. Um, Buddhists, <clears throat> um, had Muslims. I worked with about four or five Muslims and, um, uh, uh, you know, so we had a vast, um, population of people from other countries. I think at one time I was the only white American that worked there. Um, uh, but anyway, I sneezed one day and I heard everybody goes, God bless you. <laughs> I'm like right away, it hit me. And I kind of walked through my workstation because it was kind of out of the way of everybody. And I said, Lord, I don't know what to think about this because I just got na- I just got blessed in the name of Allah. I got blessed in the name of Buddha. I got blessed in the name of all these different Shiva or whatever Hindu God that that person serves. Um, and I said, I'm going to have to ask you, Lord, to not honor that blessing because I don't want to be blessed in the name of those other gods. I want to be blessed in Yahweh. And that's really when I started to use uh, exclusively Yahweh instead of using the term God. Um, Our God has a name. Um, It's Yahweh. And, um, you know, the, the Godhead is summed up in um, Elohim, Elohim, Elohecha, all those different things. And uh, so anyway, um, you know, even then we got, uh, we got a, the, the GMO term of God. Um, so that's, I've learned, you know, I don't ding people for not using, for still using God and stuff like that because I know where they're coming from usually. But um, for the most part, you know, I try to adhere to his real name, you know? Um, and he does have a real name. He's not some foreign, um, so far away entity that really doesn't care or, or does care and doesn't have a name. No, he does have a name. So, um, uh, and the scripture keeps constantly talks about the name of the Lord. Um, you know, the, the name of the Lord will be complain, um, uh, proclaimed, um, worship in the name of the Lord. Well, you know, how are you going to do that if you don't know his name, but now you know it, it's Yahweh. Uh, some, some refer to it as Yod, He Vav, because that's the tetragrammation of the four letters. Um, Y H V H. Um, or in Hebrew, Yod Hey Vav Hey. Anyway, I'm really getting off on a tangent here. I really want to, I really want to end this. I'm tired. But, um, folks, I just, <clears throat> I hope that tonight we um, we accomplished something. That uh, we learned about um, Bill Gates. Probably we know a lot about him already. Now you know, you know even more. And, um, but we have to. If you're a praying person, you pray and you pray to Yahweh. Um, pray that the Lord just takes over and, and just straightens everything out um, because the way things are going, it's we're reaching a pinnacle where it's going to not be able, we're not going to be able to turn back. Okay. Um, yes. Trump may come back this month, next month or whenever uh, there may be a civil war going on in which, in which the, um, the left, the enemy, uh, the communists, the progressives and everybody that goes by all the names that, are equated with communism and socialism. They'll be defeated. Um, but it could p- quite possibly be that uh, this is uh, the, the, what we had the last four years is, is the last of it. And, um, and uh, things are going to progressively work towards um, a new world order, a um, one world government, one world currency. And, uh, and that uh, will be well on the way to uh, coming to the time when Yeshua will return. So anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. I want to thank you. I always like to thank you guys because you're a wonderful audience. You're a wonderful group of people. And um, I'm very thankful for, for the people that uh, listen to Opposing the matrix. I really am because you're like the cream of the crop, the, cr- the creme de la creme. And uh, you're the people that know that something's not quite right. You know what that thing is now. Um, and, you want change and you want change for the good and you want uh, evil people to pay for what they've done. And uh, you're just incredible people. And I just really love you guys. And I know Brian does too. And uh, so anyway, keep going strong. Keep uh, plugging along for, for um, the American Republic for, and if you're a believer, keep plugging along for Yahweh. Um, That's all we can do. Right. And um, if you don't know Yahweh, well, write to me and uh, we can start a conversation and uh, I can tell you more about them. Um, if you go to the, the de, excuse me, delusionresistance.org, it's all one word, dot org. And uh, my email address is there. And uh, it's too long. If I tried to say it here or spell it phonetically, it'd probably be a good five minutes. But um, anyway, um, yeah even if you just want to write in chat, go ahead and do that. Um, you know, I, I'm retired now so I can write back to people. Um, and I want to thank those who have been writing. Um, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, thank you. If you have been writing and I, I do, uh, cherish your, uh, your fellowship and conversation free Mayor and, uh, Lucy and, uh, all the others that um, regularly make comments on nice comments. Oh, by the way, um, somebody wrote to me the other day and they said, it would really be nice if you could make uh, the screen full so that we could see the video. Well, I have really jumped through a lot of hoops and I've really gained a lot of knowledge, done a lot of studying as to how to make this show as listened to as Listenable, I guess that's a word, and viewable. Um, <clears throat> jumped over a lot of hurdles to do that. <clears throat> and what we have is what we have. Okay. Um, I advise that person, because a lot of people still have small monitors, you know. And uh, and I can understand. I used to get aggravated when I couldn't see stuff too. But it is what it is, and I can't make it any better. Um, know that I've tried, okay. And my advice to that person was get a bigger monitor. Now I got a 31 inch monitor. Now not a lot of people could, have you know, afford that, of course, but um, you know, save up and get one. I mean, they're they're really nice, and for a person that's older like me and my eyesight's not as good as it used to be, I can see everything even without my glasses. I can make stuff out. So um, anyway, that's one solution. Um, I'm not telling you to do that just so you can watch the show, but you can do it. Just so that everything is easier for you, you know, and they do make bigger screens too. I would have gotten a 49 if I could have afforded it, but I like this so much. I bought one for my wife, um, not too long ago and, uh, cause she likes this. <laughs> and, uh, so I think that's coming in not too, uh, tomorrow or the next day. It's taken a while to get it. Um, we've got a good deal on eBay and, uh, we'll be setting it up for probably tomorrow, uh, with a new webcam. She teaches um, online, so uh, so she needs something. She needs reliable equipment, so that's what we got her. So anyway, um, I just wanted to, to air that and and get it all out and uh, say I've done everything I can I can to make the show viewable and so that it can be listened to as, as easily as possible. So um, I apologize if if that doesn't suit everybody's needs or fancies, but um, you know. I'm not rich, so I can't afford to set up a studio in this office and everything and, and make things look like, um, I work for CBS news or something, you know? So please accept it the way it is. And, um, as time goes along, if something can be done, I will, but, uh, not right now. So anyway, you guys be blessed. Um, it's, uh, Wednesday night. So actually, yeah, still Wednesday night. And, uh, So we'll be on Monday Um, this coming Monday. We're going to be talking about um, all the stuff that's going on. That's kind of giving us evidence that um, time is drawing to a close. Okay. Um, With Chinese troops up in Canada and down in Mexico and all the lawlessness that's going on in this country and around the world Um, and wars and rumors of wars are, are um, prevalent more than ever. Um, And then we have uh, diseases that are running around. Look at COVID. Um, And I don't think COVID is the end of it either. Um, But all these indications are, they're all happening at once. And uh, I think it's getting pretty close to uh, the time when uh, we're going to go into full-blown new world order, after which we'll have full-blown peace and bliss when Yeshua returns and uh, puts down all of his enemies and our enemies. So, Anyway, with that having been said, you, you folks be blessed. Uh, have a good week. If I get to or if the Spirit moves me or events happen, and I might be doing another show before next Monday, but um, we'll be here for sure on Monday. And so anyway, be blessed and have a great week, and a, a, a nice and peaceful and blessed weekend. And uh, <clears throat> we'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for being a wonderful audience. We love you all, you guys, okay, in Yeshua's name. Good night. Good night.